0: Terms and conditions apply. The following is a presentation of the College Athletes Network.
1: What's up, guys? You are listening to Twin Talk. I'm Hannah. I'm Haley. And we are the Cavaner Twins. We have an amazing guest coming on. A very, very exciting guest. I cannot wait to talk to her, Liv Morgan. That's her stage name for WWE, but she's also known as Gianna Daddio, if I'm pronouncing that right. Yes. But yes, we met her at SummerSlam in Nashville. Uh, she is a WWE wrestler, so we cannot wait to show you guys and hear more about her. But before then, we're going to be talking about actually our Nashville trip. It was our first trip to Nashville. You guys, I am obsessed. Nashville. Anyone that goes to Nashville, like, wants to move there. It's Vegas, baby. Talking to Livy on the first episode, like, she's like, Nashville girlship, like, it's like it brings everything. You know what I mean. It's you have like great Sarah, music. You got great, drink, great drinks. Great, like anything you want. The Sarazone, And I think um, my when we first arrived, like it was just right, right from the start. I mean, obviously we're 21, so we went and we landed, and there was a bar, and I it was called Tootsie's, and Haley and I watched the show Nashville. Um, it was called Nashville, right? Yeah. Nashville. Obviously, I don't know if you guys have watched it, but. Uh, it's an amazing show. You guys should. And it was Tootsie's was in the show, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm getting a drink. Bloody Mary, hand me right now. Like, and all our fam was there. It was such a vibe. It really was. Being able to experience Nashville and then tying in WWE, and obviously that all playing out was so fun because it was like I did not know what to expect, and then going there, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I could do this one day. Like Haley said, and then just going on Broadway at night with our family, like experiencing, um, Dirks and. Toby Keith's bar and just like all the different bars it was just like it's just so fun like it's like a fun time like the outfits you put into it beforehand you think you're gonna do your bachelorette party there I will do my bachelorette party like my bachelorette girls like that's where I want my party (laughs) okay Nashville like that's where I want it's so fun what was your favorite bar that we went to on Broadway well first of all you left me I don't even want to bring that up Hannah left me my first night in Broadway by myself my whole family went out I know that we're all 21, so I can talk about this here. But my whole family went out to Broadway the first night we got there um and we just had like freedom and stuff to hang and chill well all of a sudden it was like not even it was like 1 a.m and hannah's the type of girl when she goes out it's like okay when she's ready to go she's leaving regardless oh, I love how she you're leaves her twin stuff. sister i love how you're leaving out so, first of all with alexi I, I went to nashville <coughs> to go to country music bars i mean obviously i love jason Alteans, that's my favorite bar but haley wanted to go to some club i'm not going to a club <laughs> I wanted I wanted to be like I wanted to be singing freaking Morgan Wallen song. I don't want to be listening to Miami music. I do that all the time. Okay, so that was my point. <clears throat> Haley? No, sorry guys, my voice leave. my voice once again is very it's gone. I just wanted to harp on that, but yeah, Hannah left me, and so then I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't know how you got back to the hotel, bro. I was with Alexi, but um, I don't know how me and Alexi made it. We oh Alexi, <laughs> <laughs> Alexi and me, we wanted to leave these people that we were with, and they were very um. They're very big on wanting us to stay. And we they're like, oh, let's go to the next bar or whatever. And me and Lexi are like, Look, we're just going to go to the bathroom. All the girls, you know, if you're listening, you're always it's always the bathroom. Like, we're going to go to the bathroom. And then we dipped. But, you know, I just remember the first night I got home at, like, 3 30, and then all my family. I woke up the next day, I was in my room, and I'm like, I had a night. I definitely she had a definitely night there. She has those nights, but we, you know, we make sure she gets home. Yeah, but gonna- Hannah's the type of girl that she's gonna go home regardless. No, She'll I get can- her sleep regardless. I, Just I letting will. everyone know. I, I will. If I don't, I was like, I'm there for country music. Like, I'm a country music, like, that's literally what I listen to pre game. I'm not switching it up. It's like, it's my, I love it. So. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a great time, for sure. Yeah, and then that then the Saturday, we got to go to the Summer Nashville Slam and being able to experience that. We're going to talk about that with Liv when she comes on here, so you guys will be able to hear from her experience, too, from it. But, yeah, we met her there and um, meeting everyone else as well. We had Gabby Butler on our podcast, and she was there. So it was just such a fun trip because, it, like, everyone came together. You and know it, what I mean? And they're, like, all tied in. Like, I, I, I genuinely did not know that the WWE, like, audience and fan base is – um so loyal and just so um so into wwe like it was great you know it was a great atmosphere and a great um thing to do with our family i i loved it it was definitely one of my favorite trips so what's our tag team name i don't know i don't know you guys are gonna have to stay tuned we will be right back on Twit talk on the college athletes network with miss Liv morgan stay tuned
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back to Twin Talk. We are so excited to bring WWE wrestler Liv Morgan onto the show. She is a SmackDown Champion. This is going to be so awesome. We are such huge fans, honestly. So to have you on here, fangirling ah! for sure. Um, but thank you so much, Liv, for joining us. No, I'm so excited. Thank you
3: for having me. You guys are so cool. I'm like, wow, no. you on their show? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I just want to like get right into it. So how okay. would you describe your life right now? Like with WWE, <laughs> what's it like? How crazy is I, it? I'm curious to know too, like honestly. Yeah,
3: I mean, honestly, it's like, It feels normal to me. It's like my normalcy. It's what I've been doing since I was 20 years old and I'm 28 now. So it's just like my whole adult life. It's all I've known. But it's pretty insane. I mean, for one, like you're on call 24-7. Like, you know, like days off. You might have a day off, but that means I can still get a phone call that I need to fly out here or I need to go film this or I need to go – You know, do whatever. So it's always on call. My typical schedule is, like, I will fly out to where our TV is on Thursday. We do our TV. I'm on SmackDown, so I'm Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. And then I'm usually booked on the live events. And the live events are, like, our non-televised shows. So it's only for the ticket paying fan you know um so fly out thursday have tv friday drive to the next town on saturday do the show drive to the next town for sunday sunday do the show and then fly home monday so i have like tuesday wednesday and half of thursday to kind of get my life back together
1: <laughs> oh that's that's excessive that's a lot that sounds awesome i mean yeah and there's no
3: off season either so it's not like um, yeah. a quarter of the year it's like 365
1: 365. so at first when you first started is it harder to get on to smackdown i don't know much about it but it's harder to get those live shows and stuff or is it a process
3: for sure so um when you first get signed i guess like depending on your experience but when you first get signed typically you're going to be asked to move to florida which is where orlando florida which is where our performance center is and um, you pretty much learn everything from scratch there you have like a five day a week Training regiment where you work out, you do your your ring work, you have promo class, extra ring training, and you're pretty much doing that schedule for however many years until they feel like they could trust you on live TV. You oh, know what okay. you're doing, you know how to bump properly, you have your character work down, you know how to speak with a live microphone for millions of fans, you yeah. know, and the thousands of people in the arena. So it's a lot of prep, a lot of extensive training. Um, NXT. It's almost like JV in a way. Okay. And then. How long did it take you? Three years. It took me like three years. It felt like 20, though. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. I I didn't know that. For so long. Yeah. Three years. Um, But it kind of varies now. Um, Some people have been in there for like six years. Some people are there for six months. It's really like um, a right place, right time kind of thing that also meets like preparedness, you know? Okay. It's the right look. And they're like, let's bring her up, you know? Okay. Um, and so all your training's done on the road, which is even harder. So what goes into the training? Um, so you learn how to roll because rolling is just part of kind of any um, movement that you would kind of do in the ring. So you learn rolls, you learn how to bump, which is how to fall. So you learn how to back bump, front bump, flip bump. So any kind of maneuver that you would take in the mm-hmm. ring doesn't absolutely like kill you you know like you kind of learn how to absorb it and then um you just learn the basics like how to lock up which is like the first kind of thing that you see in wrestling it's kind of like gauging your opponent gauging their weight their body feeling their body language um you learn how to chain wrestle which is pretty much like um how would I describe it I guess like do you guys like watch like freestyle wrestling like um mat wrestling like in high school Yeah, yeah yeah I guess, like you know, how it's just like the constant transitions, 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 just trying to stay on top of each other. Yes. You go through a phase of learning that, and then um, once you kind of, I feel like, get the groundwork, then you kind of kind of add like your stank into it, your flavor, your personality. But it's like extensively learning the basics and making okay. sure that you're safe and you could keep your opponent safe for the most part. Um, accidents happen all the time. Um, yeah, it's pretty much just. Hours and hours of learning the basics, the fundamentals, um, the etiquette, the in-ring etiquette.
1: Yeah. That's That's crazy. I didn't know, like, all that time went into it. So, I mean...
3: Oh, yeah. It has to. I mean, for, like, the 10-minute matches that you would see on live TV, that just takes, like, years and years and years and years and years of preparation because, also, sometimes... We have a match and they'll be like, all right, Liv, you have 10 minutes. And then something happened where there was a timing error. And now all of a sudden I have three minutes. So I need to cut down seven minutes on the fly on live TV. And for you to not have been trained to do that, it gets like really, really, really scary.
1: Yeah. Super important. That makes sense. And also I just like you guys make it look so easy. Like going to WD (laughs) in in Nashville, like the SummerSlam, like We'll yeah, when I met you guys. Yeah. yeah, that was so sick.
3: Yeah, sick. I mean, um, it's a lot. But I think once you train and learn, like, the ins and outs a little bit, it seems less scary. And you kind of just learn how things work. I think it's like picking up anything. Like, I... Honestly, like I cannot even shoot a basketball with both hands. I shoot with one hand, and I don't know why. I don't know why, but I, um, you know, I feel like it's picking up anything. It's scary, and you feel like, how does anyone even, you know, become talented at that? But it's just hard work and practice, and
1: you I know, know because, yeah, because honestly, watching it, because just like you said, um, the WWE SummerSlam, like that was so fun. Like, and honestly, seeing like you guys' fan base and like, you know, how like into it, and like everybody's just like you know, the love and, like, the competitive nature. Like, I was, like, so excited about it and, like, me, oh, yeah. meeting you guys. Like, it was so fun. I just want to tell you that like that. I really enjoyed Thank that. You. But The um, fan base is, like, insane in the best way possible. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they
3: are crazy, but they are amazing. They're so ride or die. Um, they ride so hard for everyone in the WWE. They find out stuff. That I don't even know, you know. (laughs) They're so on it with the news and what's happening. Um, They're so, so, so incredible. I feel like they're unlike any fans in the whole entire
1: world. Right. I literally thought I was at, like, the Super Bowl when I went into the arena. I was like, okay, like, WWE.
3: Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And um, you guys should come to WrestleMania. If you thought SummerSlam was insane, which it was, like, WrestleMania is, like, our Super Bowl. It's, like, the biggest show of the whole entire year. Is that in L.A.? Um, yeah, it's in LA this year at Sophie. Um, so we're all super excited. I wait, love. Wait. I, think
1: it that, I think we're oh, going to that live. I think we're going to that.
3: Cool. Oh, we could reunite. Oh, I sorry. know. Let's we
1: need re- to hang out
3: for you guys to see WrestleMania. Um, it's it, by far like the grandest show of the whole entire year. It's like what we all work towards all year to hopefully be able to compete out of WrestleMania. So, oh, I'm so glad you guys are going.
1: Okay, cool. I I want to see see there. So I was, when we were watching at the SummerSlam, I noticed like everybody walks out and kind of has um, like a- Stage walk? A stage walk. So did you naturally create that? Or like how was your entrance like made? Yeah. So pretty much um, sometimes
3: you get help with it. Like if your um, producers have something specific for you in mind, but for the most part, we're really allowed to create our own characters, our own personas, our own ring gear, Anything that you see, it's kind of like we have both of our hands dipped in there, you know? They like to say okay. the best character is like an extended version of yourself. So oh, however you want cool. your character to be, yeah, you would take that character trait and just turn it up to like 27, you know? <laughs> um, it's just yeah. you turned all the way up. So for my entrance, honestly, for me, that was the scariest part. Um, I grew up like not with atten- – like I didn't grow up with attention on me, eyes on me. I didn't play sports that much per se, so I was so – scared and nervous to have the spotlight on me. Like I've done cheerleading, but that's a very much a team sport. You see all of us at the same time, you know, but this was for this one minute, all the spotlight and all the eyes are going to be on you. And it literally terrified me. It scared me more than wrestling in the ring. So it took me a while actually to get comfortable I feel like I just got super comfortable being uncomfortable because I was always (laughs) uncomfortable. (laughs) And then um, eventually, um, you just stop caring what people think. You stop caring how you look um, because it's such a huge part of what WWE is. Character, right? These larger-than-life personalities. Your entrance is the first thing people see about you. So it has to be something that is entertaining and something that speaks to you. Um, but my entrance, I kind of just come out and I just kind of just soak in the crowd. I enjoy the crowd. They're like <laughs> a major part of my entrance. So you always have like live signs or wanting me to like, you know, grab their hands. So I always include them in my entrance and I just smile and dance and twirl, flip my hair.
1: <laughs> yeah. They love you.
3: Ah, <laughs> <Aw>, thank you. <laughs> I love them.
1: <laughs> That's sick though. So obviously like your biggest, or one of your biggest moments right now was your SmackDown champion ah! and you beat Ronda Rousey. Twice. so how was how was that twice. okay Good. talk the yourself only how person was that in
3: the whole entire world to beat her twice it was amazing honestly um growing up a huge fan of wwe right. since i was five years old um you know the goal is to be be women's champion and so to win money in the bank which was a huge goal of mine and to cash in the same night on ronda rousey and win the smackdown women's title my first ever championship it was unreal um And it's so crazy because I feel like leading up to that moment, I was so emotional every week on TV. I was, like, crying, and I just was, like, saying how much this means to me, how bad I want it. And then when I finally got it, like, that night, I had no emotion. Like, I couldn't feel a thing. I just was shocked. But I was so happy, and I just was having, like, pinch-me moments. Um, It was it felt huge. It was like so big that I couldn't even really grasp it. And so the whole night I thought I was gonna go out and celebrate. We we're in Vegas. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm gonna go party. But I didn't. I just stayed in my hotel room. And I just like sat quietly by myself and just kept watching it over and over. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I really did do this.
1: That's so sick. It yeah, was the goodness. best night of my That's- whole
3: entire life by far.
1: That's crazy, though. Like to be able to like visit like growing up watching and stuff. And then I feel like getting to that moment and, like, yeah. completing that goal, you know? Like, that's crazy. It was insane. And also, like, there's so many little intricacies to
3: that. Like, um, I used to work at Hooters, and we used to have UFC nights. And so I would literally be working at Hooters, watching Ronda Rousey knock out girls in 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Oh Never thinking that one day I'd be wrestling her for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And life was just so
1: crazy how it kind of works out. Full circle, circle for, for sure. God. Yeah, for sure. So weird. So, did you ever hang outside, like, of the ring with, Ron- like, Ronda? Or was it more... I like, have. I mean, yeah. since our title feud, no. I mean, we've
3: steered pretty far away from each other. But beforehand, yeah, you know, I think I was, like, actually one of her first friends here in WWE, aside from the girls that she already knew prior. So, um, we, had, we had a good friendship. That's why when I won the title, um, I feel like anyone else in the world would have been mad. You know, because of how I won it, I cashed in a contract that gave me the opportunity to win the title at any point in time. So she had just finished wrestling and I chose that moment to cash in, (laughs) you know, so um, she could have been mad at me, but she respected what I did and she was actually happy for me. She was happy that um, I had won. So it was cool. But yeah, now. No, I don't like it anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just kind of mentioned how you were working. and You were watching Ronda Rousey on TV. So, like, what led you to WWE? Like, how did you get into it? Like, life before WWE? Yeah.
3: So, I, I just grew up a huge fan since I was, like, five right. years old. I had four older okay. brothers, and I was such a tomboy growing up. I wanted to be just like my brothers. And so, obviously, I, I watched wrestling, and I fell in love with it. I feel like for me personally, it was kind of like a form of, like, escapism, Like, no matter what was going on in my life, at home, with my family, with school, with anything, um, I could watch the WWE and forget about the world for however many hours it was on. And I saw it, and um, I completely fell in love with it right away, and I knew that that's what I wanted to do when I got older. Um, And then I was fortunate enough to meet this this strength coach, this world-renowned strength and conditioning coach named Joe DeFranco um, he trains just, um, professional athletes really. And so he trains Triple H. And so, um, after training with him for a week or two, he pretty much, um, told WWE like, Hey, I have this girl here. She loves WWE. She's athletic. She's been training with me. I think she might be worth a look for a tryout. And so they gave my information. And then six months later I flew for my tryout and then I got signed. And like the rest is history. It just was like right place, right moment. It was very insane. That's That's sick though, like growing
1: up, like being a diehard fan and then being able to, you know.
3: Yeah, it was very, very, very weird. It was just, um, I feel like I got so lucky, like just very grateful. I got blessed and it just, um, I was able to make my dream come true.
1: That's awesome. So you were talking about um, obviously like strength and conditioning. Do you guys have to um, obviously like follow a specific diet or do you have to like eat a certain way? Like how many times a week do you work out?
3: Yeah. So when you're in NXT, which was, I was saying kind of like the developmental system, what I would say like, you know, like JV, um, you're on a strict regimen. They don't really give you diet plans or meal plans. They give you suggestions, you know, like they can help out if you are, if you don't know how to prep your meals or if you don't know how to do your macros, you know, they give you all the tools essentially to succeed. But, um, you're on a pretty much a daily regimen there. But once you get to SmackDown or Raw, it's like, you've graduated, we're going to let go of your hand, fly, birdie, fly, and like, if you want to train, then you're going to go train. If you want to work out, then you're going to work out. If you want to eat healthy, then you're going to eat healthy. No one's telling you or showing you how to do these things They had hope that you would learned through the developmental system, the right decisions to make. And then from there, you're kind of on your own, up to your own devices. So hopefully, you know, um, you still want to train and yeah, you, yeah. you still want to work out and you still want to eat healthy, um. I still train. I have a wrestling ring in my backyard, and one of the girls, Natty, she has training every week, who's one of the veterans in WWE. She's a generational superstar, and so I go to her trainings, which I'm going to do tomorrow. Okay. Um, I work out at least five times a week. Um, As far as my diet, I mean, I do like the 70, 30. It should be 80, 20, but I'll do like <laughs> 70, Um, you know, if I can't hunt for it, fish for it, or, you know... um pretty much source it myself. I'm not going to eat it. And then 30%, yeah. you know, I, I love dessert. I mean, when I got to eat, I ordered dessert first. And then I eat dessert. And then I eat Really? Them, you know, so. What's the, yeah, like, what's your like, favorite dessert? Ugh. Uh, right now, I mean, I love chocolate-covered strawberries. It's, like, my new Ooh. thing at home. Every time I'm home, I make chocolate-covered strawberries. But when I go out to eat, I love a creme brulee. I love a good bread pudding, a good bananas foster. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I love dessert so much.
1: That's funny that you ordered before. <laughs>
3: yeah, I've never, I I've do, never met I someone do. like that.
2: That's
3: yeah, sweet. I just, I, I'm like more excited for it. I just want to get it out the way because I'm going to be thinking about it all of dinner. So I'm like, let me just get dessert. Then I'll eat dinner. Then sometimes I'll get like another dessert. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love
1: this it. Is sweet tooth.
3: I feel you. <laughs> I do. Major sweet tooth. But I work it out in the ring. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly.
1: Okay, so I also read that you recently started a family real estate business. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah, because we're into real estate. Like, that's something I'm interested in. Oh, really? So I have not
3: just started a business, but I um, enrolled in classes to um, be able to, you know, become a realtor and then eventually a broker, have my own brokerage. But, um, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely took a backseat, I think, to my training and to... um, I I had like a kind of a quarter life crisis, you know, where I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not doing enough with my life. So I like picked up all these things. Right. And um, real estate was one of them. And I still want to um, follow through and finish with that. But I also opened up like a soap business, you know, and that's doing really well. And so I have a lot of fun with that. I've been taking acting classes. And so I've been like auditioning a lot. So I've been kind of just dipping my hands in all these little pots just to see, you know, what I can do. But I had no idea you guys are into real estate. What do you, are you taking classes or?
1: I want to do my real estate license after um in Florida, but no, I want, I wanted to take classes, but right now we can't just because Miami's like a private university. So we have to get like a certain amount of core classes done to like be able to get our degree. For so sure. It's like this whole thing. But yeah, yeah I really, I'm interested, I'm interested
3: in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's always, I feel like it's really smart. Real estate is really good investment always, you know, so right. to be able to, buy it and sell it for yourself, you know. I feel like it's it's good. Maybe we'll all be like, you know, that'll be our next
1: thing. I yeah, know. let's do it. Three blonde WWE WWE <laughs> Realtors, real estate. WWE Realtors. Hey now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like That's we could sell it job. to the WWE fan base. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Okay. so is that what you would envision for yourself outside of wrestling? Like like WWE after you retire and stuff? Like what do you see Liv doing? Um, I think immediately,
3: like, I think day after retirement, um, I'd like to be doing movies. Um, I've been lucky enough to have some opportunities within WWE. I was in Chucky season two, and I got killed by Chucky, which was, like, a dream. It was amazing. Oh, my gosh, I didn't know Um, that. Yeah, it was so cool. It was, I, I never get starstruck over anyone, but when I saw Chucky, I, like, melted. I was so starstruck. <laughs> um, I was able to participate in this movie called The Kill Room with um, Uma Thurman and Samuel L. Jackson, and that's yet to be released. So I've had these opportunities, um, luckily, while I have WWE and while I have their platform. So hopefully one day, you know, if I ever part ways, I mean, I will wrestle forever. Um, I kind of have my foot in the door with acting a little bit, and I hope to be able to do more of that. And then um, my soap business, I hope to expand that. But, yes, real estate's always in the back of my mind, and that's something that I hope um, I can fall on at the end of the day, regardless of any of these things.
1: Right. That's smart. That's always I good to, like, be able successful to. Successful woman right Yeah, here. I love oh, it. Oh, we well, trying. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> 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 Thank you, guys. So we always are compared to the Bella Twins. Yeah. The Bella Twins. Okay. So- like everyone like NW is like their audience is always like like they the, need to be a tag, tag team. team. So like I think that we'd be a tag team. like how do you go about that? Oh, I think
3: that's it like it writes itself. I think if I think if you guys start, you guys are automatically they're gonna be like, boom, tag team because we don't like how often do you get twins, you know that oh, yeah. um, want to wrestle? It doesn't happen very often, especially with the females. I mean the last and only twins we've ever had that were female are the Bella twins. And so, um, I mean, I do think it's time for some new 20s. Yeah, I think it's time. We have some new twins. And they had so much fun. They got to trick people and, you know, yeah, trick the referees, so cool. trick the
1: audience. I mean, that was fun. And, like, just, like, you talking about it and hearing more about it, like, there's so much, like, like you said, like, the fitness, the competitive nature, like, the schedule, the, schedule, oh, the so acting much. and stuff. There's
3: so much to it. There really is. It's definitely um, the most high-level like competition, sport, regimen. I mean, in my opinion, that I think you can do just because of the aspect that it's all year. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I don't know about other regiments and sports, but I do know that there's off seasons and for WWE, there's none. So it's just a constant grind. But I feel like if you love it, um, it's like the easiest thing in the world to do. It doesn't feel like work. And I mean, with anything, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's great advice.
1: Okay. So on after, uh, every time we bring a guest on, we do like rapid fire questions. So oh my we gosh, some I'm the worst with
3: rapid fire. For some <laughs> reason, when I have like pressure, I can't think of anything. Okay.
1: No, you're great. And also guys, you can't see it, but I mean, maybe you can't. She's wearing her Christmas sweater. She's festive. I'm we love it. Her- letter we love her spirit yeah we do huge <laughs> christmas people over here it's great holiday great vibes. vibes yeah i know we love it okay what about christmas movie what's your favorite christmas movie the grinch
3: 100 the grinch the grinch, the okay. grinch still christmas cindy Lou Who. i love <laughs> <laughs> when i was younger i thought i was cindy Lou Who. <laughs> i love it i
1: love it okay. what about you guys? you guys um i
3: know it's mine but do you guys have a favorite christmas movie i want to know about yours
1: okay mine is okay i love christmas vacation have you seen it no! Oh my gosh! You have to watch. It's the funniest Christmas movie. Okay, Christmas I'm gonna vacation. watch it tonight. No, no four seriously. Christmases. Mine's four okay. Christmases or four Christmases. It's I've been watching a Christmas movie like every night. I would say four Christmas Christmases. Is far or four Christmases. Year. Okay. It, you have to watch them. They're so funny. So You guys have to watch The Grinch, right? Yes. yes. Okay. And Elf. Obviously, Elf is great. Oh, Elf. Love Elf. But The Grinch
3: is just, I just love The Grinch. I love no, the I best. No, I want to watch that one. Something about Frosty and the Snowman. Just like,
1: it just like has this. Jack Frost. Special... Have you guys
3: seen Jack Frost?
1: Uh-uh. <gasps> We, we gotta Jack watch
3: Frost tonight. Watch Kay. Jack Frost. So you're gonna read the bio about it, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, like Liv suggested this terrible movie, but <laughs> no, it's a tearjerker. Like it's gonna make you cry in the best of ways. It's an awesome movie, Jack Frost. Legit.
1: Okay, watch we're Jack watching Frost. that. You watch Four Christmases or Christmas yes. Vacation. Mm-hmm. All right, fire rapid questions for Liv. Okay. Oh my gosh. Let's get into it. Let's get spicy. Okay. So, outside of dessert, what's your favorite food? It's pasta. Any kind of pasta. I'm obsessed. Ooh. I love pasta girl. What's yeah. the way to live's heart?
3: Ugh. If you make me laugh and if you're like really polite.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who was the hardest hitter? Oh, uh, in WWE? Yes. Rhonda, for sure. For okay. sure, for sure, for sure, for sure.
1: What was your first splurge purchase after making money in the WWE? Ooh. Like-
3: I think I was, like, buying Gucci glasses anytime I went to the airport. Because
2: <laughs> they have, like, exclusive
3: glasses. airport, you know, pairs. And so I was just, I, I mean, it's so funny, too, because I can't see, I have glasses. And so I have all these, like, nice Gucci sunglasses that I never wear because I can't see <laughs> if I wear them. <laughs> so it's like, I don't even wear them. What a waste. But, yeah, I was just buying Gucci sunglasses, like, left and right.
1: Hey, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what, what is your ideal date night? <sighs> I guess, okay, so I've, like,
3: come across, like, I've had this epiphany, right? Not that this epiphany is something that I've always known, but I'm, like, all right. I feel like oftentimes when you talk to boys, you get into, like, that crush phase right away where, like, you know you like each other. But then for me, I feel like I need to know that we can be, like, besties first. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, I know I like you and have a crush on you, but, like, can we sing in the car and, like, be silly and, like, have fun? Or am I just going to try to, like, impress you the whole time? You know? Okay. I so I like it. I, I feel like maybe like riding in the car with some food and just driving and talking and like radio on and like, let me see if he sings, you know, like, are you going to be goofy? Or are we going to have fun? I don't mm. know. Maybe just like a nice car ride with some like Wendy's. I like it. That's says I vibes. Simple. So. Vibes. Vibes. Simple. You know, road trip, music, stars, stars in the sky, exactly. sunsets. <laughs> I love it. Not too much. Yeah. Not too much. Yeah, Not too much. I'm a simple girl
1: okay one more okay celebrity crush now that we're on like the boy topic oh
3: like right now okay celebrity crush right now or just like growing up I think like like, Austin hmm. Butler right now oh Austin Butler I watched that Elvis movie and I was like oh my gosh um and I think growing up it was John Cena it really was oh (laughs) it was I loved WWE and I saw him and I thought he was like my perfect guy
1: (laughs) I love him. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> coming on, literally. I'm so excited to talk to you. Good luck thank in WrestleMania. You. We'll I'll, see you there. I'm excited to see you guys. I'll see you guys there. Thank you so much, though, for coming on.
3: Thank you, guys. Thank you. We'll Have a best. great night. And literally, watch Jack Frost. It's so good. Okay,
1: Jack Frost. We got you guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. I'll Bye. See you guys Bye. Soon. Bye. Okay, guys. So that was Liv Morgan. I literally loved talking I to her. I love her energy. She is so pure. She's like, awesome. She's awesome. But I hope you guys enjoyed her. Make sure to go follow her. If you guys are WWE fans or just in life, she's an amazing person. We will be right back on Twin Talk to go over some other spicy takes. So make sure you guys continue to listen on College Athletes Network.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: Hi, checking in for...
0: Or the perfect table.
1: Welcome back. Thank you again, Liv, for coming on to our podcast and talking to us and just getting to know her better. She's so great. So make sure you guys go follow her and check her out in the ring. Maybe we'll check her out in the ring one day, Hannah. Yeah, I don't know, you guys. Let's, let's hear some tag names. I know we were talking about it, but... Yeah, drop them in the chat for sure. We will see. We will see. Honestly. I know. Okay, so I have a question for you, Haley. Okay. If you had to choose between your love, I know you're... You, know, you don't have someone right now, but like I'm just saying, you felt that love. <laughs> we're still looking, boys. We're still looking. If you were to choose between your love and your career, and you have to choose, you have to sacrifice one, what are you choosing? Okay, is this like, I feel like that is such a broad question. Like, if I'm losing one and the other, it's, like, black and white. Like, if I'm choosing so – I'm losing my – Well, obviously, like, you've seen it in our parents' marriage. Okay. Obviously, dad had to travel a lot. Like, he had to sacrifice time with yeah. his kids. And we obviously didn't know that right. until growing up and maturing and understanding that. Okay. If you guys didn't know that, my dad traveled all the time when we were younger. Um, and my mom was us a lot. Like, he had to sacrifice a lot. And, like, obviously, we grew really close with my mom. But, you know, obviously, maturing and growing – um, up we like saw so much of how hard my dad's like work ethic was to get where he is okay so you have to sacrifice okay yeah i think that i would sacrifice my love because i think that being able to pursue your own goals and dreams and your own independent happiness is should come first and that's just like how i've what i've learned over the years like that's and i we think I raised. what i learned from mom and dad too i think being able to sacrifice and go pursue those things and pursue your career like your love should it your your boyfriend your girlfriend your fiance should support you Absolutely. like distance and sacrifice that's what that's what makes a marriage and it makes it a relationship so it's like there's no sacrifice like i'm gonna go do that exactly and i think it's like if you're if your significant other is asking you to sacrifice something, do they really want what's best for you? Or are they being selfish because they only want you? Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. But it's like, there's a time and place for that. Like, I think freedom and like chasing your career and like being able to, you know, focus on yourself first. It, it creates it's, it creates like such a stronger bond with your love. I think it, I think I think that's what I've realized. And I know, seen. and I've seen so like through my sisters' relationships, through my my relationship, like through mine, and through Haley's, like and even my parents, just like being able to learn. Like, I, I I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, I'm very open. Like, I won't. I don't know how to say this. Don't no, say it. No, I just think that some some girls um, will constantly, you know, go for the end of that, like, drop anything for their, their loved one. Like, drop anything, drop their career, drop their happiness. Like, that's only what they focus on solely as a, their person. And, like, yes, I love my boyfriend to death. Like, I don't got to tell everyone that. But, like, if you know me, you know that. But, like, if he's going to tell me, oh, Hannah, you need to sacrifice this, or you need to sacrifice that, like, at the end of the day, I won't. Because, one, like Haley was saying before, you need to be independently happy and successful on your own, and then they need to be happily and successful on their own, and you bring it together, and you're both, you know, growing and pushing each other. Like, that's what makes a relationship. Exactly. Especially, like, I feel like nowadays, like, our generation, like, us too, like, we're all victims of, like, just super soft behavior and stuff, and I feel like back in the day, it was more like, even through ups and downs of relationships and sacrifices, like, we're still going to work it out, like, regardless. Like, nowadays it's like, oh, the divorce rates are high. Like, all this stuff is happening. You got social media playing a role and all this stuff. Like, whereas, like, you know, like, I'm going to go do me and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chase my career and, like, benefit off of it. And you should too. Exactly. That's just my opinion, though. And I think, like, I think... I was watching a YouTube video on this too. Like, I think long distance, like, teaches you so much. Like, you're nobody wants to be long distance. But, like, at the end of the day, are you willing to sacrifice, like, seeing each other? Like, because obviously you're both going to be successful in, like, different areas. Like, me and my boyfriend are um, obviously, like, doing different things in our life. But, like, he's successful in his area. I'm successful right now in my area. And it's like, are you going to, like... Be able to pursue that and be able to have trust and loyalty. Like, it's going to make you grow. Like, people that are like, oh, I can't do long distance. Why? Because you think your boyfriend's going to cheat on you? Because you don't trust him in the club? Like, uh, <laughs> Do no. you think your boyfriend should be able to go to a strip club? I could care less. Uh, no, no, no. That's how much trust I have in my boyfriend. I could care less. Like, people are like, oh, you know, you're going to go through his DMs? Go through his DMs? I don't even care if I have his phone password. Like, <laughs> what the? Why are these girls crazy? Like, Yeah, I know, but I think it just takes a long time. Like, you guys have been together for six years I know, but still, Hilly, you're not gonna like if some dude like oh like even gives you a glimpse of cheating, you think you're gonna care? No, because I think your girls lights should know out their cold, wor- babe. Your lights out cold, you're gone. I don't think <laughs> you do it in one day. You don't even should have she's sad for one day, that girl's done after. Well no, because I do feel like that I don't think it's end game. Like I think there's so many guys in the world that like even if like tying this back to your first question, like if they're asking you to sacrifice and stuff, there's somebody out there that's gonna be supportive of that. Like there's always a better side of it I think if something ends there's something better and I don't believe like God's replacing like God's like you know like removing as well so I just am like okay like you know like lean with it rock with it that's life exactly I think you'll like learn and grow through so many things and like if you're an observer which like you are and I think you know being able to watch other people's relationships and be like okay this is what I'd want this is what I don't want is gonna just like Um, obviously you're going to apply that to your life but yeah thank you guys for coming to this chat this one was a good one yeah think about that guys would you choose your career or would you choose your love if you had to pick think about that one that's a good one yeah but thank you guys thank you Liv again for coming on Twin Talk on the College Athletes Network we will see you guys next time there's a great guest coming next podcast so make sure you guys tune in and we will see you then bye
0: This has been a presentation of the College Athletes Network.